the grip of oppression I fought for my liberty I paid with the blood of my people Freedom has never been free Now my door's always open To dreamers and friends But when I'm attacked I protect and defend Because my name is America Welcome everyone, this is Karen Schoen and you are listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Folks, uh, this has been quite a week, and as we see, the communists are gathering forces and making the noose a little bit tighter with every policy that they make. Uh, We have so much going on, it's really going to be challenging to bring a summary. However, nobody, well, we know what's on their mind. We know what they intend to do. Uh, They tell us often enough, their goal is to to divide the people so that we don't talk to each other. And of course, they focus on race because that's the easiest division. It's easy to see who's white, who's black, who's Asian. Um, And this is a big problem for us because we take to heart what they say without realizing that they're lying. They lie all the time. They want us to distrust the police. And then Gavin Newsom goes out and says, I need special forces uh, to help us. It's a mess. Well, who created that mess? We know they created it. So here they are trashing the police and then asking for the police when they want them. That's the way it works. They have kept our borders open on purpose. And this past week, Uh, we have found out that the unholy alliance of Bush, Clinton, and Obama have formed a new NGO, non-government organization, that will be charged with bringing the new Americans into the interior of America. So they are asking you to pay for our demise. They are asking you to pay for people that we know will trash our country. They are asking you to pay. Now, who's going to be stupid enough to do that? Unfortunately, we have too many Americans who still think that what's going on on the border is a figment of our imagination. And I have asked Claire Lopez, who has been on the show many times, a great friend of the show. Claire knows all about what's going on the border. And let's hear the truth. Thank you so much for joining me today, Claire. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Oh, thank you, Karen. I'm very glad to be back with you again. And uh, indeed, the situation on Our southern border is a catastrophe and uh, only getting worse. You know, the numbers over the last couple of years since the Biden administration took office in January of 2021, the numbers have just exploded in terms of illegals uh, coming across that border. Um, They're in the millions. I don't even know if we have an accurate number, 5 million, 6 million, 7 million and included in those, perhaps we should uh, mention, are the so-called gotaways. So the ones that are being 
um, channeled through uh, processing by CBP, Customs and Border Protection, are the ones who want to be processed, want to be uh, processed through the system, catch and release into the country. But many, many hundreds of thousands of others uh, have been seen on, let's say, cameras or, or seen in the distance somehow by CBP, but they can't catch them. And they get into the country and they're gone. Those are what they call the gotaways. Those are the ones that we most have to be concerned about because those are the ones who um, don't want to be caught. They uh, will include criminals. They'll include gang members like MS-13, drug smugglers carrying fentanyl and other drugs into the country. Uh, they include jihadis, Islamic terrorists, um, who, who would not even, I mean, there's no way that they're not taking advantage of, of this situation right now. Um, you know, and every kind of human trafficker, trafficking women, trafficking children, uh, trafficking children not only into labor uh, in things like meatpacking plants and packaging plants and who knows what, but trafficking children into sex slavery. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's what our Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, is complicit in, as is the Biden administration. While we're on the topic, just one more thing I'll add here. Please, those of you who are listening, glad to have you with us. Go to defendtheborder.org. Defendtheborder.org. This is our uh, joint project um, with Tom Trento of the United West, together with Tom Homan, uh, former acting ICE director under President Trump. Once in future, maybe not just ICE, maybe all of DHS but a joint collaboration among us uh, to focus on border issues between now and the election of next year, 2024. Defendtheborder.org. I will put that in our my newsletter and that, this is very important folks. Uh, as our administration wants us to focus on the climate, which we can do nothing about, except have insane rules, which we'll talk about later, as some of them have crept up. Uh, what is really going on, Claire, I read that many of the countries are getting rid of the people in their prisons and in their mental institutions and sending them to America. Is that true? Could that be true? I've seen the reports also. Um, we know for a fact that Nicolas Maduro, for example, the dictator, uh, communist dictator of Venezuela, is indeed emptying his prisons. We know that. Uh, and um, on the proviso that those so released do make the trek north uh, to come across our border. That is what the reporting is showing. So add that category of illegal aliens to the entire rest of the list that I just gave you. I find it so interesting because many people will say, but Karen, America was also formed um, during times when countries would clean out their jails and send them to America to pay off what they had gotten in jail for, for their infraction. This is not the same thing. These people are not religious 
being religiously persecuted, uh, the people today are here for an express purpose. And I think that purpose is to make sure that there is unrest and chaos in America so that the communist creep can creep a little more and a little more well, I mean, and a little more. You know, a lot of those coming across the border, to be fair, are coming for economic reasons. They're coming because uh, they think they can uh, have a better life here for themselves and their children. And I get that. But it's still illegal. You're breaking our laws when you come across that border illegally. So even though the motivation for many of these people may well be seeking a better life, that is not an excuse for violating our sovereignty and our laws. You come through the process legally like so many of our own ancestors and parents and grandparents did, but not illegally. I read that there are Chinese men coming here. What reason would they be coming here? Well, it could be a number of reasons. Um, we do have reporting from uh, superb uh, investigative journalists like Michael Yon, who has been down uh, at the area they call the Darien Gap, this jungle passageway that lies between Colombia and Panama, for example, uh, he has seen and others have seen and photographed and reported about large numbers of young uh, Chinese men uh, traveling without women and children, not family units, but, but young Chinese men. Now, indeed, some of them may be fleeing uh, an oppressive uh, Communist Party regime in China. Uh, they could be part of oppressed uh, groups like the Falun Gong or Christians fleeing China's uh, oppression. That, that's possible. Or just fleeing an oppressive communist regime. That's possible. But I think it is of concern to notice that so many of these now passing through uh, these, these areas like the Darien Gap are young, military age, Chinese men. That needs to be looked at. And when they come up to our border, they need to come through legally and not illegally. And they don't need to be coming through in a catch and release program or some, you know, um, misuse of humanitarian parole and other system that the Biden administration is, is using to get aliens into the country. Um, we need to look at that for sure. There was an article and there was a lot of talk about New York City raiding and finding Chinese police stations. Do you right. know anything about that? Yeah. So um, there was a group called, one moment, let me get the name right for sure here. Um, it's called Safeguard Defenders. Safeguard Defenders is a United States nonprofit organization which has investigated these Chinese police stations, which are located all over the world, actually. In particular, we have at least several in the United States, two in New York City, one in Los Angeles. Who knows how many more? There are at least three in Toronto, Canada, and many dozens in countries of Western Europe, for example. And these police stations are not official Chinese diplomatic missions. Uh, the Chinese in America, you may know, um, have an embassy, their, their official embassy in Washington, D.C. They have a United Nations um, 
of presence representation in New York City. And in addition, uh, they now have four other uh, diplomatic facilities, consulates, one in New York City, one in Chicago, one in Los Angeles, and one in San Francisco. The one that they used to have in Houston, Texas, was closed by then Secretary of State Mike Pompeo back in the summer of 2020. But these police stations are not official diplomatic representations of the Chinese government. They are, they are under the Chinese Communist Party, that's for sure. Um, but they, they report to the Chinese Ministry of Public Security, which, by the way, is their intelligence service. And the officers that are posted to these police stations are part of an elite task force in China called the 912-912 Special Project Working Group. This is according to very good reporting coming out of Epoch Times. And the mission of these officers of China's Ministry of Public Security is to harass and intimidate Chinese dissidents abroad in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, wherever they may be, um, and, and in some cases to, to, to so uh, intimidate them into uh, coercing them actually to return to China to face prosecution and jail and worse. Um, and so uh, it wasn't just the police stations that, that these, uh, these officers uh, established. Um, but they also set up a whole bunch of fake social media sites, accounts, um, all over US social media. In particular, we know that they're on Twitter, but other, other social media platforms too. And uh, those platforms on social media collaborated with the, the MPS special group, the working group, um, in collaboration um, to uh, silence, essentially to silence dissident Chinese voices of those Chinese nationals who are here in America seeking to flee that oppressive regime and find freedom here. And so uh, what you're referring to uh, there, Karen, is that uh, just recently, um, the, uh, on the 17th of April, actually, the uh, Department of Justice uh, arrested two individuals in New York City uh, who belong to this, this uh, special uh, project working group, this 912 group, um, and they are arrested on charges of conspiring to act as an agent of the PRC, People's Republic of China, and also alleged to uh, the charges, um, alleged to be obstructing justice by destroying evidence of their communications with the Chinese Ministry of Public Security. There are other charges as well for these two. But additionally, uh, and this goes back some days, but on April the 17th, uh, the U.S. Department of Justice also, and in a separate case, but linked, announced charges against 40, 40, 40 members of the Chinese Ministry of Public Security because uh, they also uh, were charged uh, with collaborating or being part of that secret, uh, the organization and the management, the direction of that, that the, those secret police stations. Now, um, unfortunately, um, the the most the, the largest number of of these most recently charged by the DOJ uh, do not live here. They reside in China and in some cases in Indonesia. 
So they're beyond the reach of the DOJ right now. But two, as we said, two were arrested, and that's in connection with those secret police stations. So essentially what you're saying is that the Chinese Communist Party planted people here to make sure that when Chinese people come to America, they are on notice that they're being watched from the Chinese Communist Party and that they should uh, return home, especially, I would imagine, uh, curtailing what they say, making sure that they're not whistleblowers, uh, making sure that they do everything along the party line, uh, promoting the Chinese Communist Party. Well, but but, but, but specifically, not, not to ensure that they do all the things favorable to the CCP regime, but rather to aggressively go after, intimidate, harass those who are outspoken against the regime, who already have spoken out as dissidents against the CCP. So it's, um, it, it's complete violation of American sovereignty, for starters, uh, never mind the human rights abuses against these Chinese people. Uh, that they are harassing and intimidating. It, it is not surprising, unfortunately. What is more surprising is that two of them were actually arrested because I can't imagine this administration doing anything that the Chinese Communist Party doesn't put their stamp of approval on. Yeah, I was a bit surprised to see it myself, but, um, uh, you know, uh, credit where credit is due. Kudos to the Justice Department for going after these police stations. But, you know, actually, a, a lot of credit, uh, first of all, goes to the Safeguard Defenders nonprofit organization because they're the ones that expose this. And without Safeguard Defenders, the public, we here in America, would not have known about these police stations, possibly, um, for who knows how long. I was going to say it blows my mind, but it really doesn't because it's not a surprise uh, these are things that we have been, if we knew what our history was about, they've happened before. Uh, the fact that the Justice Department is actually going to perform justice is more, more surprising to me than anything else, um, especially after listening and reading some of the documentation that was leaked. And I would like to talk about that. So I know that's going to be a very long conversation, Claire, and I know you have a lot of information on that. So I'm going to ask you if you'll stick with me for the next segment when that happens, because I don't want people to feel that we're going to be cut off. This is very, very important, folks. Many of you may think that the leaker was committing treason and espion involved in espionage and all of that. And many of you think that, thank goodness, this man came forward and said something. But like everything else, Claire, I think that there's more to this story. I don't see, after what I was reading, how uh, a low-level employee uh, could get a hold of these documents. How does that happen, that he even got these documents? He should have not had clearance for any of them. From what I'm reading, these are highly classified. Well, I'll be glad to stick with you for the next segment. And yes, that, that might be a, a bit of a long conversation. So happy to delve into that with you uh, on the next segment.
Oh, that'll be great. One of the things that I have been seeing, Claire, and uh, we have been reading about, of course, is the bioweapons that now it seems as though we are funding um, with the leaks that we have gotten. We have discovered that we, the people, have been paying for things like coronavirus and other game function research that never should be. How does that happen, Claire? How are we forced into that situation? Are the people Fauci so corrupt that nothing else matters except getting their uh, their ideas through and reaping the rewards and getting lots of money? And what can we do about that? Well, there is an international uh, group of um, scientific uh, researchers and uh, public officials uh, that include members of our own uh, agencies, public health agencies like uh, the CDC, like the FDA, uh, that is Centers for Disease Control. FDA is um, the Food and Drug Administration, and of course, NIH, National Institutes of Health, and NIAID, National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Disease, uh, which is subordinate to the NIH and run uh, for decades by now retired uh, Anthony Fauci. But a class of these public health officials who I, 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 I'm, I'm searching for how to put this, um, you know, think of themselves and, and what they're doing as more important than anything else, um, including national security. And that if they want to collaborate with the Chinese Communist Party, the People's Liberation Army of China, which together with the Chinese Academy of Military Science run China's offensive biological weapons program, then they should be allowed to do that because, well, science. It's, it's, it's a level of arrogance and, and, and uh, just disregard for national security that, that, that probably uh, is shocking uh, to, to many Americans, certainly to me, and I'm sure to you as well, Karen. Uh, but this goes on, uh, not just with American public officials, but all over the world. Uh, health officials, scientists, researchers, who 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 somehow find the work they're doing in the laboratory to be so important that they completely disregard uh, their own allegiance, or what should be their allegiance, to the national security of their own countries. They don't even care about the national security of their own people. Um, if they are willing to do this, this to me goes right back to what I, what I read um, with World War II and the Nazis when they got together with the doctors and essentially gave the doctors carte blanche to perform any type of experiment that they wanted on uh, innocent people. They didn't care. That, that was not their goal. And, and you're absolutely right. I don't think they thought about any of the consequences or the ramifications of what they were doing because to them putting this in place and then finding a vaccine to cure it. Well, don't put it in place to begin with is what, you know, that would be what my answer would be. 
stop doing what you know is wrong. And But again, we are working, I guess, with a group of nihilists who just feel that they're more important than everyone else and their work is more important and what they deem is necessary is necessary. Yeah, and- I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them nihilists either because in their own uh, bubble that they live in, they, many of them, I think, truly believe that what they're doing is so important and they mean in many cases to do good, but that they disregard and aren't listening to, aren't paying attention to uh, and forget all about uh, the actual human beings, the people um, that, that, that are affected uh, when things go wrong but that they think that what they're doing is so important for the future of the human race. And and they're at the apex of the public health um, institutions of the world uh, that they should be allowed to do whatever they want. They do, they truly live in a bubble, but they're not nihilists. And I don't think that they actually intend to do the harm that we've seen unleashed by the SARS-CoV-2. They didn't mean to be assisting that to escape or be released somehow out of a Chinese laboratory, injure and and kill millions of people around the world. I don't think they really meant to do that, but their disregard for safety protocols um, for national security uh, led them to disregard it. It's, it's, we're, 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 you know, we're, we're talking about arrogance, you know, greed, hubris, uh, haste, in many cases, and and disregard for uh, the safety protocols that they ought to be following. It, it, I will take your word, and I agree with what you're saying, and I won't call them nihilists anymore, <laughs> uh, because if they truly believe what they're doing is for good, I think they need to go back and examine what their motives are yes. and well, uh, stop exactly. you know, thinking that they are the ones that can do this. Claire, we are unfortunately at the end of our segment, but you said you'd come back, and I'm going to hold you to it because we have an important conversation about... Uh, these documents that have been exposed. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Well, um, you can find me at a number of different places. Uh, the American Truth Project, uh, the Citizens Commission on National Security, the United West. We mentioned defendtheborder.org. Please have a look there. And also go to Sarja Sengari's um, Near East Center for Strategic Engagement, and on all the social media. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Telegram, and of course, I'm on Truth Social. Well, please follow Claire as I do, and you will have a wealth of information and always constantly be informed. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back. This is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. 
Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rex nasal solution cleanse. That's COFIXRX.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at COFIXRX.com. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative things. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Welcome back, everyone. This is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance, who is working on a project to help parents get their kids out of our indoctrination clinics disguised as public schools. And it saddens me to say that because I was a teacher for a very, very long time. And to see what the non-education garbage that our kids are learning, I cannot impress upon you enough. If you have a child, if you know a child, mentor a child, the most important thing that you can do for a child today is to make sure they know how to read write and do math because they are not learning that in school. There are so many projects available so that you can help your child, you can homeschool them, you can join a co-op. And in Florida, if you live in Florida, you can actually get a grant that will follow your child to go to any school you want them to go to. The most important thing I can tell you is 
Make sure you look at the curricula, because if anything is destroying our kids, it's the curricula stupid. Um, it doesn't matter where they read about communism and where they learn about drag queens. The location is irrelevant. It's the material that they're learning, and I sh or I should say not learning. And this is very, very sad. What we are doing is absolutely messing up our future generation, and we are now focused heavily on mental illness. Why mental illness? Because most of the psychiatrists and shrinks are of and have had communist training. And what they will do is give your child, the first thing they want to do is put them on drugs your kid doesn't need drugs. They need a robust curricula where they feel that they can succeed, not something that is uh, really trash and where they feel that they have no hope. When kids are bored, they do all kinds of crazy things. The idea of school is to not let them get bored and fill their heads with relevant, important information. So please go to goflca.com and find out about the micro schools or the curriculas that we have researched heavily and will give your child the best education and the best start for their future that you can possibly get. Along with that, this past week has been quite a week as censorship is rearing its ugly head once again. So Fox News ditched Bongino and they ditched Tucker. I have a feeling that Levin is not far behind and probably Maria Bartiroma because the censorship is just unbelievable. So I have asked Claire and she has kindly decided that she will stick with us for another segment. Claire, I'd like to talk about what we can do. What do you think we can do with this censorship that is going on? We won't even get the truth anymore. Well, you know, you've just named some of my favorite show host personalities uh, from Fox and, and and among the only reasons I would watch Fox, Maria Bartiromo on Sunday mornings, Tucker in the evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time, um, Mark Levin on Sunday evenings, Dan Bongino. Um, these are the people I, 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 that's why I turned on Fox. And if they're gone, I really hope that they uh, will group together, find another place to, to, uh, present their shows, hopefully all of them, not scattered about, but together. Um, President Trump, Elon Musk, you listening? Um, maybe we need a new um, media outlet. Well, I know that Glenn Beck for the past couple of years has always been hinting that he would like to see Tucker on the blaze. I'm sure he'd have no problem That's with the other idea. ones. Yeah. And I think that would be a good idea also. And I know Bongino is very involved with Rumble. But Rumble is not a station. Rumble is a, a podcast. Um, yeah. Unless they the plan on changing it, who knows? Yeah, not, not like turning on your TV at a certain time. Right. You know, uh, a certain day, certain time of the evening or whenever. And no. those, you're absolutely right. Those are my favorite hosts. Also, I really don't listen to anyone else. And now I have no reason to turn on Fox. So maybe we can give Fox the Anheuser-Busch Bud Light 
treatment, the uh, Bed Bath and Beyond treatment, and do the same thing to Fox and cut them down to size as well, because censoring is the most one of the most important steps that communists must have. They cannot have dissension. They cannot have opposition. And they will do anything to make sure it doesn't happen. So now I'm wondering, who is Murdoch involved with? And, oh, let us not forget Paul Ryan, that criminal. He's over at Fox also. So they are changing the face of Fox I I can't even call it Fox News or Fox Business anymore because I don't know what it is. And I guess that is not going to make a difference. But another thing. Oh, Oh, I I was just going to say real quick, Karen, here. um, What I'm hearing uh, is that uh, as part of the Fox News settlement with Dominion uh, Voting Systems, which had a lawsuit against Fox, as part of that settlement, this is probably why you're seeing uh, people like Dan Bongino, Tucker Carlson uh, being cut. Uh, previously, of course, one of my absolute all-time favorites, Judge Janine Pirro, lost her show. But one of the reasons that I'm hearing as part of the settlement between Fox and Dominion is that Street Capital, that is the owner, owner of the Dominion um, uh, Voting Systems Company, uh, Street Capital is funded to the tune of $600 million by China. Oh, what a surprise. And also uh, the Carlisle Group uh, has uh, funding there too. Uh, Paul Ryan, going to be the chairman of the Fox Board of Directors. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if things couldn't possibly get any worse, they are. Well, I always say everything is connected, nothing is random, everything has a plan, and all the plans are based on lies, and this shows it right out in our face. Uh, This is something that hopefully uh, will backfire, and hopefully these people will find other positions and be much stronger um, because they will be allowed to actually speak. I also read, Claire, another form of censorship is uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. has declared that he's going to run for office. He gave an incredible speech, and yet the DNC is going to refuse to allow him to debate. How interestingly disgusting is that one? Well, I mean, no loss uh, from my point point of view. I'm no RFK Jr. fan, but um, the Democrat Party is, of course, still standing by um, what we uh, expect is going to be a a Joe Biden presidential candidacy. And as current leader of the Democrat Party, um, Joe Biden is is the um, is their candidate for all intents and purposes. And I guess they're. um, They're circling the wagons around the poor old guy. Well, that's going to be very interesting. Um, I... I guess he's going to be uh, talking from, or not talking, watching from uh, the 
presidential quarters so he doesn't have to go to his basement. Uh, he can just hang out and, and uh, not talk to anyone from there because I don't think he can put two coherent sentences together and it's only going to get worse, folks. It doesn't get better, it gets worse. But I also suspect that uh, Bobby Kennedy, um, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. is going to find other ways of uh, getting his message out. Um, I don't think he will be only dependent on DNC-sponsored debate matches. No, I would imagine not, especially after his very strong and true stance on the vaccine, which is, folks, if you haven't read his book, uh, a good book to read and very truthful. And sometimes I look at him and I say, how can you be a Democrat and believe the things that you're believing? But then, of course, he does some other really ridiculous <laughs> things that I'm saying, oh, my gosh, how can you not be a Democrat? So we'll see where he's going to uh, where that's going to lay. Personally, I don't think anybody is going to be Trump, and hopefully Trump will continue on the vein that he is in and uh, leave DeSantis alone because that's a waste of time. But I guess that makes news and that always every time he says something and he's a person that uh, Trump is a person that believes that any publicity is good publicity. So it doesn't matter as long as he's out there saying something. Um, but I'm beginning to see a lot of people in Florida who know what DeSantis is about and some of the horrible bills that have passed Florida this year. Um DeSantis should not be, he's not ready for prime time. But that's another another conversation he hasn't even declared yet. And I believe that anybody that has to change a law so that he doesn't have to um, resign from being governor in order to run for office puts an unfair burden on the people of Florida because as he gets to fly all over the country, he's not paying attention to Florida. He's not reading the bills because I don't think he, if anybody actually delved dove into the uh, land bill, the home bill, um, which is HB 627, which states that developers supersede local the local authority in choosing what should be developed in a county. Where did that come from? So this is not really the free state of Florida as everyone talks about. Well, speaking of freedom, I asked you to say specifically to share your information about the about what we have just seen take place with all of the documents that have been exposed. So can you please share that with us, Claire? Yes. So um, what we know so far um, is that um, on April the 13th, uh, a young uh, Massachusetts Air National Guardsman named Jack Tahira was arrested in his home uh, where he lived with his mother in Massachusetts. And uh, this young man had enlisted uh, in the um, uh, Massachusetts uh, Air National Guard back in September of 2019, and he became a cyber transport systems specialist. He has a high school education. He obviously received some training for that specialty in uh, cyber systems. Um, but he held, he held, he was given 
uh, a top secret SCI clearance. And um, according to the allegations uh, made at the time of his arrest, um, he had uh, taken uh, a large number of highly classified intelligence documents and somehow gotten them out of secure spaces, a skiff as they would call it, a secure compartmented information facility um, at the Massachusetts Air National Guard, somehow got these documents out of there, whether he was allowed to take a cell phone into the skiff or somehow else got those documents out, hundreds and hundreds of highly classified documents, got them out, and then posted them online uh, to various online gaming sites, including one that is called Discord. Now, the, the, the first information that, that we had received uh, was that he apparently began doing that uh, posting in February of this year, 2023. However, brand new reporting that I have just seen uh, just in the in the last couple of days this past week uh, comes from the New York Times. And according to the New York Times, Jack Tahira, already charged with leaking classified information, also allegedly shared additional information to another Discord chat site with as many as 600 members on that one since February of 2022. That is over a year of the highest level of treason this country has seen since previous people like, uh, what, what, what are their names, um, you know, did the same thing. The highest form of treason that you can possibly think of um, is to share information, intelligence information at the TSSCI level to one and all. Now, what we do not know is whether he acted alone. I was listening to an interview with Cash Patel, um, you, you, you know, uh, former uh, prosecutor, also former um, high-ranking official in the Trump National Security Council, um, who was in an interview that I was listening to recently. And um, he also is of the opinion that this uh, young guardsman did not act alone. He could not have done this for an entire year and more without external other assistance. So the investigation continues, uh, obviously, and they can't say much about that, certainly, while the investigation continues. In particular, uh, I think we need to be looking at whether there were hostile for. Uh, foreign intelligence services involved um, were there, uh, as in you know, with Chelsea Manning, uh, with um, uh, what's his name from NSA, uh, Edward Snowden. Um, were there hostile foreign intelligence services involved? I would not be the slightest bit surprised if there were, but we do not know that yet. The investigation continues, but. Uh, this is a young trader who, who belongs in jail for a very long time. It was amazing to me to see the lack of security, and I'm calling it the insecurity of our national 
um, security team had to allow this to happen for over a year and not be aware of and it. not how how are they not aware well, of well, it? Well, uh, Karen, I'll give you an idea. Maybe I don't know this, but just maybe. Come with me here. Okay. Um, our national security services were so busy uh, collaborating with Twitter and Facebook and other online um, social media sites to uh, ensure that stories about, for example, the Hunter Biden laptop or truthful um, or at least uh, free speech um, commentary about the SARS-CoV-2, the pandemic, uh, that that was uh, suppressed. Uh, They were so busy collaborating on suppressing our First Amendment rights over a period of at least the last couple of years, well, where would they find the time to 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 make sure that our top level national security intelligence secrets are appropriately safeguarded? Would they even have time left for that? Oh, that's a very good thought. You're absolutely right. They are. They were so busy arresting a baker because he wouldn't bake a cake for uh, LGBTQ and uh, raiding Mar-a-Lago and nonsense like that, that we are now allowing our military operations just be spewed out to the public for the world to see? Yeah. I mean, now here's here here's a point that, that I hear some people making. Well, you know, Jack Tahira is, is a hero. He, he's really a whistleblower. Well, no, he's not a whistleblower. There are appropriate legal channels, channels and methods for a person who wants to be a whistleblower. There are committees in Congress set up for specifically this purpose for whistleblowers from inside of United States departments, agencies, organizations, and so forth, uh, who uh, want to uh, blow the whistle on uh, abuse, fraud, waste, corruption. There are channels for that. And they're available, as we've seen, actually, with with quite a number of of whistleblowers coming to committees uh, like Jim Jordan's or uh, James Comer's or Chuck Grassley's or Ron Johnson's and so forth. There are channels for that, legal set up channels specifically for that purpose. So no, Jack Chihira is not a whistleblower. He's a criminal and he's a traitor. And as a criminal and a traitor, he should be tried and brought to justice because this is not something that we can have going on on a continual basis. It's bad enough that the administration is allowing balloons. Uh, I understand that there were several more uh, fly over our country and gather information from our most secured uh, bases in America and allow this to go on. And then we have another force that says, well, here's all the documentation about what's going on in America. It is so sad to see our military, which at one time to me was the of the highest, the best, the brightest. And I think the people still are. I think it's the leaders 
that have just taken our military and trashed it and destroyed it and sent all of our arms and ammunition to Ukraine? Are they crazy? Yes. No, they're communists. And that's what communists do. And this is going to be a really huge issue. We can't fill our strategic oil reserve. We don't have enough ammunition if, God forbid, somebody did something really stupid. Uh, we are a country that, to me, is hot air with no substance. And what's behind us is nothing that is recognizable as America. We are losing our rights. We are losing our freedom of speech. So what do we do about that, Claire? Well, you know, President Donald Trump speaks about this often, and he, he, he also comments about this on his social media site at Truth Social. Um, but you'll hear him in, in his uh, rally speeches and other speeches America currently is a country in decline. We need to step up and turn it around, and we can do that, we the American people. I think that begins at the local level. I think it be begins with the average, ordinary, everyday American citizen patriot, people who uh, listen to your uh, radio show here, Karen, and others like it, um, and uh, become not just educated but engaged in our political process, but beginning at the local level, not to dismiss, you know, some of those very good representatives among whom I've named uh, up above a little bit, um, but that the solution to saving this republic of ours really begins at the local level, uh, getting engaged uh, with school boards, city councils, uh, local district attorneys, uh, and on up to your state legislatures. Um, that's how we restore our republic uh, to what our founding fathers intended it to be. Well, that is good advice, and hopefully this audience will make sure that we follow the, that procedure. Folks, if you don't know who your, who your local commissioners are, shame on you. You should know them. They should be on your speed dial. And when things like the busloads of illegals are being dropped off in the Walmart shopping center in my county. I went to my commissioner and I said, okay, this is going on. He said, no, it's not. I said, here's a picture of the bus. Oh, good for you. Okay. Well, you really can't see who's in it. No. Okay. We can't see who's in it, but it looks just like the other buses. But let me ask you, when these people are here and dropped off, who is paying for them? And then we turn around and we see back full circle, George Bush, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama have formed an NGO and other NGOs have been formed all over the country to make sure that these illegals have more rights than we the people. It's time to speak up. It's time to not let this happen. Well, Claire, please tell everyone where they can find you. This has been so illuminating. Uh, I always love listening to you. You have incredible information, and it must be shared. So please tell everyone how they can find you and share the information. 
Well, thank you first, Karen, for having me on again. Uh, and, and we did indeed cover a lot of important topics today. Uh, you can find me at American Truth Project, the Citizens Commission on National Security, also the United West, and as uh, we talked about earlier, defendtheborder.org, also the Near East Center for Strategic Engagement, and I am on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Telegram, and also, of course, Truth Social. Well, thank you so much, Claire. And guess what? I'm going to ask you to come back again. Thank you. Okay, folks, you have been listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. If you don't get involved, nobody else is going to get involved for you. This is up to us. America is a country which allows its citizens to participate. Actually, it commands its citizens to participate in their local government, in their state government, and in their federal government. And we cannot allow censorship to prevail. Those who are silent buy into censorship. And once you are censored, the bad guys win. The communists will win. Because believe me, they have a lie for every issue. Have a wonderful week, folks. See you again next week. Yeah.